Tiny Toons out there, and welcome back to another episode of History of Animation. Something that goes hand in hand with animation is special and visual effects. So today, I thought I would talk about the original special effects artist, George Melies. You might not know his name, but I guarantee you, you know at least one of his works. A Trip to the Moon. This is where a famous scene of a face on a moon getting shot in the eye with a rocket comes from. It is such a famous shot that it's still being referenced in media to this day. Melias was born in Paris, France on December 8th, 1861. I feel like normally when I get to this part of the script, I talk about how much that person loved to draw, but this time it's a bit different. You see, he was a magician. He used his talents for illusion to create a lot of techniques for special effects. But I'm getting ahead of myself. In 1884, he met the famous stage magician David Deviant while he was performing at the Egyptian Hall. Melias was inspired and would then start performing his own shows for a private audience. After getting a bit more used to performing, he formed a partnership with the illusionist Emile Voisin at the Cabinet Fantisque. By 1888, he was so confident in his performances that he bought the exposition rights to the theater Robert Houdini in Paris. He renovated the theater so that he'd be able to perform his own unique tricks in it and ran that theater for the next 30 years. It would become the place where he would not only do his live performances, but would also be a venue for screening his films. So apparently he saw a Lumiere Brothers cinematograph in 1895 and decided he wanted to use that to make his own films. He offered to buy it, but it was declined. At the time, they didn't think their invention could be used for entertainment. So, unable to buy one, Milias decided to build his own. The camera he created was large and cumbersome, plus it was only able to hold 20 meters of film stock at a time. Still, it worked. Milias patented his invention and called it Kintograph Robert-Houdini, though apparently he would just refer to it as the coffee grinder because it was so loud. He only used this camera for a few years. He was later able to buy one made from actual manufacturers. Leah's shot his own film in May of 1896 in the family garden at Montreal. It is called Partie de Cartes. It is only a minute long and is really just a copy of a film by Louis Lumiere that had been released a few months prior. And he ran into some other troubles when he couldn't convert his camera back into a projector. So he ended up having to buy a new projector so that he could show his films. But now he was ready. 
So by the end of 1896, he started his own film company, Star Film. Most of his films at the beginning were really just copies of that that the Lumiere brothers were making. But he soon found that boring. Most of their films were recreations of everyday life. There was nothing interesting happening in them. Nothing that Milliez felt could entertain a crowd. So he started experimenting with tricks that he could do with the camera. The first is the substitution trick. Similar to how it sounds, you stop filming, add or remove something from the scene, and then start filming again. This makes the object seemingly appear or disappear in an instant. Supposedly, he found this by accident when his camera jammed while he was filming on a busy street. When he watched the footage, it appeared that a carriage had suddenly turned into a hearse. Of course, it could just be that he saw the film The Execution of Mary Stewart. This film by Thomas Edison used this trick to for the decapitation of the tile character. It was showing in Europe at the time. He could have figured out how they did it by watching the film. The first film that used the substitution trick was released in 1896. It reproduces the vanishing lady stage trick invented by magician Peter de Colta. On stage, the lady falls through a trap door to make it seem like she vanished. In the film, Milia simply turned off the camera, gave her some time to leave the shot, and then started it again. Of course, the most major film trick that he was known for was Super Impressionism. Multiple exposures is a trick that involves running the same piece of film stock through a camera several times, only exposing certain parts of the scene each time. Basically, they would block out a part of the set so that only the parts that's not blocked out would be captured on film. With this, he was able to seemingly multiply objects or even people in a shot. A great example of this is Le Homme Orchestra in 1900, in which he appears to simultaneously play multiple members of an orchestra all at the same time. Or there's the one that I actually had to watch for school, Le Melomane, in 1903. In this one, he seems to pull off his own head multiple times, and he places each head on a wire in order to form musical notes. Milius developed many other effects, like the fade-in, which allowed things to gradually appear or disappear, but the major one was really the multiple exposures. This trick was used for films until digital cameras became a thing. Over the course of his career, Milias would make over 500 films. He always directed them, and oftentimes appeared in them. Sadly, when the First World War started, he was forced to close his theater. 
he was able to convert his second studio into a theater, which he was able to run from 1915 to 1923, but creditors would soon force him out of that one too. With his studios gone, he had nowhere to store his movies, so he gathered all of them and burned them. Out of the 500 films, 300 are still missing, and at this point, it's doubtful that they'll ever be recovered. Ironically, many of the 200 films that did survive were pirated copies. Elias would die of cancer in 1938. His career was a bit of a roller coaster, but now he's remembered as the father of special effects. Well, that's it for now. Don't forget to like this episode and follow for more animation history.